Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You currently locked in the season three of the Porsche Podcast. It's your boy, B. Jones, aka Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Big Smitty, aka D Nice. And you heard what Bolo just said. This is the porch. Welcome. Started on the porch, that was where it all began. Had to put it work every day, we got it in. We chased all our dreams, and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy, we achieving everything we need. Now we undefeated. Yes, up. sir. Yes, sir. We back again. How you feeling? Blessed, highly favored. Come on hey, now. I'm gonna just let you know that. Hey, them LC Bears got that dub this weekend. They got another dub. Another dub, bro. Dang, my dub, bro. Hey, we just keep trucking, bro. We're trucking, bro. We're trying to get better, bro. That's it. That's it. You know how to come on there and say that. My other Bears didn't win, but my 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 LC Bears won. So we all took the start, bro. I'm also a pretty bad start. You know, every everybody that I'm 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 rooting for right now is losing. Dub C lost against our rivals, uh, BD. Mm. Very tough loss. Uh, from what I saw and heard, it was a, like a good game, though, for a while. And Ben Davis, you know, second half. Took care of business, Dub C lost, and then my coats, bro. And we're gonna get man, to that here in man, a second, man. bro. But the coats is got me pissed off. I'm trying to hold it in right now, it's trying to stay calm and cool. But against the damn the Jags, before we continue, we got to pay these bills, Bolo. So we got to shout out one of our sponsors, man. Bet online, bet online for those who don't know is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite teams, your contests, events, and much, much more. I'm talking about the MLB, the NFL, the NBA, NHL, all the sports, man. You can find reviews and news on every single league. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. So make sure you head on over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50. That's B-L-E-A-V-50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Got a goose egg, Bolo. That score no egg. points. Goose egg. But just, just imagine... How the Jaguars feeling right now, knowing that they put up a shutout. And that's hard to do in the league. We talking about the NFL. You put up a shutout. In the offensive-driven league. And, bro, and there's a stat, too. I, I, I don't remember the specifics, but I know the last time that the Colts got shut out, I think it was against the Jags. For some reason, bro, the Jags have our number. The last seven times we played them in Jacksonville, in they Jacksonville, beat us. It's been ugly. Yeah. It's been ugly. They the reason we didn't make the playoffs last playoffs year. Last year. And last year, I remember watching that game, and somehow – the Jags snuck, snuck, and took that game away. Bro, I don't Crazy. know what it is. I don't know if it's just playing. It. I know it's hot in Jacksonville. It's humid. I don't know what it is, but my coach is looking pathetic right now. They're zero one and one, bro. Hey, zero I'm, one I'm and gonna, one. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna keep it real, real with you. Keep it real, real with me, Maddie. Maddie Ice. All right. When you get to that type of age, you get to that point. You got to learn how to just throw the ball in the pocket. Like you got to be a very, very precise thrower. I'm talking about like a Tom Brady. When you get to that age, because this league now is built around people who can move in the pocket. You know what I'm saying? You think right. about all the quarterbacks from, um, you know, from the Buffalo Bills to yeah, Josh Eagles, Allen, Lamar yeah. Jackson, Kyler Murray. Yeah, all, yeah. all those guys, they can move in the pocket. And that's what the league is surrounded around. But if you are a precise thrower like Tom Brady, you can sit in the pocket and still be successful. But I just don't really see Matty Ice getting to that point where – he can really sit in the pocket and just let it rot. See, I disagree with you, man. Listen, I know Matty Ice, his stats was horrible. But he had 195, three interceptions, no touchdown. I mean, it looks yeah. horrible. And it's all going to go, like, from a stat standpoint, it's all going to go on Matt, Matt Ryan. But oh, when you watch the games, bro, our wide receivers ain't getting no space. Huh? Then they dropped. I remember the first game. Oh, the, yeah, the, dropping balls. They dropped, they, dropped, they dropped a couple passes. They're dropping passes. They're not getting any separation. It's like Matt Ryan's having to force it just because like he ain't got no choice. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, don't get me wrong. There's, there's definitely some bad throws that, that he that he's doing and some bad decisions. But a lot of it, bro, just re- receivers just, like you said, dropping passes, not getting open, not creating any space. Now, granted, our number one option, Michael Pittman Jr., was out last game. Uh, he was questionable all week. And when game time came, he ended up not playing. But still, man, somebody else ha- has to step up. You know, our rookie, uh, uh, was it Alec, uh, Alec Pierce? I think he had a concussion, so he was out as well. 
So maybe, maybe, just maybe, this week they'll they'll both play and and they'll bring some 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 type of juice and energy. But right now, bro, the Colts look like one of the look like the worst team in the league right now. Hey, keep in mind, keep in mind, Force family, they got the Chiefs this weekend. Yes, yes, they got the Chiefs, and you know what? The Chiefs gonna come come to the crib, come to nap. They watch the family like, man, these dudes trash. They're going to come in with that mindset. It's going to be an easy game. Here we go. My hope and my prayer is that Michael Pittman Jr. is going to be healthy. Alec Pierce is going to be healthy. Shaq Leonard is going to make his homecoming NFL 2022-2023 season debut. The leader, the maniac. At home, Indy, fans going crazy, drunk, turning up for this team, and we're going to upset the Kansas City Chiefs. Hey, because look, all I'm gonna say is you're not gonna stop Pat Mahomes from scoring. So Matty Ice better get his get his motherfucking shit together and be able to compete with that offense. That's I don't care I'm how great you are, bro. A pass rush, a good pass rush, a slow down any quarterback. It will, absolutely, but he's still gonna get his. So oh yeah. So you just see. put up a, a goose egg. I mean, they better put some points on the board. Hey, you, know, you know, you know, each week is his own entity, Bolo. You know that. Yes, it, it is. Come on I'm now. Off of, of consistent shit that I be seeing. Oh no! We gonna see, man. And and the only positive thing right now, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna leave it with this, is that the AFC South is trash. Yeah. So we still we're we still like I think tied for second place right now. I think the Jags is one and one at the number one spot. Uh, Colts and the Texans are zero one and one, and then the Titans zero and two. So right now we're you know we're still tied for second place, and we still have a. A, a very great chance of winning the AFC South and making it to the playoffs. So it's still early. Coach, I still believe, but you better figure this shit out because I'm getting pissed. Y'all better. It hey, starts this weekend. One, two, one, two in the NFL, bro. It's hard to come out of a hole like that. It means you got to win at least three games straight in the NFL to at least be over 500. So that's a that's a tall task. So they better win this weekend. Man, let's talk about it. Enough of my coach. Let's talk about your Bears who took a big uh-huh. L, big, strong uh-huh. L. But, but, but. Didn't even it, throw in my, in my 10 pass attempts, I don't think, all in, game. In, in my defense, in my defense, I told you that, though. I wasn't I wasn't completely confident that we were going to take that game. It's Aaron Rodgers at the end of the day. I don't care what his week one looked like. He came out there and did what he had to do. The running game was crazy. That's one thing we had to focus on, stopping the run. And I feel like with Dylan and, uh, is it Jones? Montreal? Yeah, Aaron Jones. Beast. Yeah, Aaron Jones. Yeah, Dylan and Jones back there. I mean, that, that, that one-two punch, that was toting the rock. So, you know, that's like some old school football that I don't think a lot of people used to as far as that pound attack. And then you got Aaron Rodgers throwing the rock. I mean, and then obviously just, I mean, we got a young, we got a young offense, y'all. So, you know, <laughs> we, we we had a good first, first, first half. The first half was pretty solid um, towards the, you know, late second quarter. That's when it got away from us. But we, we got to keep, we got to keep figuring out ways to put Justin Fields in positions to make plays. I feel like sometimes, Offense line is shaky or sometimes the play calling is shaky where we are in bad situations where, you know, we're putting these bad, bad points to, you know, throw the ball away or turn the ball over or, you know, not be productive. So we'll see, man. No, I definitely got to open up that playbook for Justin Fields. Like, I I don't know. Maybe they know something that we don't know and they they just really don't trust them. But at the end of the day, this this is who you trust. This is who you drafted. So you have to at least give him a a chance. Give him a chance. You know, And, and, and if he throws seven picks or something crazy, hey, well, at least, you know. But going out there, and I think I think he threw less than ten, like ten pass attempts. That hey, that's not gonna do it. So they got to figure it out. And um, before we transition and bring in our guest, who's actually in the waiting room right now, I did want to I did want to leave with this. What's your reaction to Justin Fields? You know, post game press conference, he made a comment somewhere, something along the lines of uh, us in the locker room talking about the players, the coaches, the staff. They feel worse about the loss against Green Bay. Than, than the Bears, uh, than the fans do, excuse me. Dexy yeah. saying, we're the ones out there putting in the work, watching the film, on the field. We feel worse than the fans do. As a long-time Chicago Bears fan, what was your reaction to that? Yeah, so uh, make it short short and sweet. Like, as a, as a former player, you know, obviously, and then, you know, as a fan, I'm kind of on the fence about it. I think it's something that in Justin, in Justin Fields' mind – that you can think, but you just can't say. Like, if yep. you say something like that, it just comes off in a different way. Like, we understand that you put in the work. We understand that, like, you're you're dedicating your time, your body, you're sacrificing a lot of stuff. And, you know, you actually out there went out there, played the game, and lost the game. So it's going to hit different regardless because you're, like, physically involved. But, you know, the Chicago, you know, Bears and, and the fan base, it, it runs so deep. And then playing against the Green Bay Packers, 
you know, seeing that long run as far as that rivalry goes, it just hits a little bit different. So, you know, uh, a lot of fans who, you know, really are, you know, ingrained into, you know, this organization would definitely take it the wrong way by you saying that it's not important to them because it definitely is because somebody said it like when Justin Fields is long gone, even way before Justin Fields, you know, them fans were, were those fans and they wanted to beat the shit out of Green Bay, the Green Bay Packers. And that's how it is in 30, 40, 50, 60 years from now, it's still going to be that way. So um, to that point, you know, you, you got to get a fan some respect, though. Well, you heard it right there, man. I have nothing to add, man. Bolo Bands, the Chicago mm-hmm. Bear fanatic. Right now, man, we're going to switch gears from sports to one of my favorite topics called food. We have a big time, big time guest coming up right here. And she's been patiently waiting in the waiting room. So I'm about to bring her in, y'all. All right, guys. So without further ado, our special, special guest is in the building. She's a L.A. based food vlogger, background in fashion, born and raised in San Diego. The one and only Dandy Eats. Welcome to the porch. Thank you. Thanks for having me here. <laughs> yes, yes. How, first of all, how are you doing so far? I mean, how's your week been going? I'm doing good. A week's been good, busy, but, you know, had to make time for this. Yeah, love it. Love it. So we got to ask you, what'd you eat today? <laughs> you got straight to it. Hey, um, let's see. I had some cookies from the last okay. crumb. And then Ooh. my boyfriend made this Filipino dish called laing, which is like stewed. Um, dang it. I forgot the type of leaves, but it's like these leaves in coconut milk. Dang. See, I'm already learning new stuff. I feel like I eat the same stuff, bro. I've never yeah. had a, a Filipino meal, so we're going to definitely have to, before you leave here today, we're going to dive deep into a couple of Filipino dishes that, that you feel like we, we have to try. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, love yeah. it. No, nah, we definitely love it, man. And so, yeah, it's kind of, let's dive straight into, into your story, your background, man, which I think is very interesting. Um, first of all, every time I see you online, I've been following you on IG. For mm-hmm. a while now, um, I, I moved out to L.A. Uh, almost five years ago now. I'm originally from Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, so when I came out here, you know, I'm always thinking about where to go, things to do. And one thing that I absolutely love is food. So <laughs> I don't yeah. know how I came across your page, but I came across it and I saw this amazing food and traveling around. So uh, you kind of drew me in. And one thing that I noticed about you is every time I see you, you always have a smile on your face. It's always positive energy so i'm gonna start off asking you where does that positive mindset and just that joy like where does that come from well um i think it's because i was diagnosed with cancer at a really young age Mm -hmm. i was only 10 years old uh, when i was diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia which is a super rare form of cancer Mm -hmm. and you know i beat it and obviously because i'm here right um, and then, so I spent my summers until I was 18 at this, uh, cancer camp. So it was like the special summer camp for kids who have, or have not had, or have, or have yeah. had cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I met a lot of people who had cancer. Some people made it, some people didn't. And I just think, you know, from a young age, I knew that you had to like live life to the fullest. Um, yeah. And just got to be happy and you know I lost a lot of friends when I was young and feel like you know I just need to like live my life for them you know because I've met you know kids who like died when they were like you know 11 years old and you know that's they hardly like lived so I feel like I need to live for them oh man now that's deep that's a powerful story Bolo yeah yeah so so at that I mean I guess at that point um for you um, I guess what what kind of turned like that, you know, that energy, that 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 energy that you were you were going towards to food. Mm. Yeah. So it's funny that you bring that up because um, I have a younger brother, but he is like not like me at all. He loves like American food. We'll eat, you know, cheeseburgers, uh, loves Mexican food. He's at the same Mexican shop like, you know, every week. El Cholo. Um, uh huh. El Cholo? Uh, no, it's Lalamita in San Diego. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like asking my mom because you know, for me, I eat like everything. I'm super adventurous. Um, yeah, like I just I literally eat anything. And I was like talking to my mom. I was like, how is it that I um, am the foodie and I'll eat everything in sight, and my brother is like so picky. You know what I mean? Because we That's live in the same house, right? 
Uh-huh. Um, Auntie like made us um, Filipino food all the time, and like yeah, he would eat it. But now that he's older, it's not like he goes super out of the way. Right, right, <laughs> right. Filipino right. food, right? Yeah. So with that, I'm not really sure. Like maybe it was just maybe it is from like having cancer, right? Because I don't want to like miss out on anything. Like I want to mm. just experience it all, like eat it all, taste it all, and um, I guess I don't know. I just not a picky eater and. Yeah. I always want to try like new things. Got you. Now that makes sense. No, you jump in, Bolo. No, I was gonna say, uh, Darn, I know you were telling me telling me that story. I think you read about the Doritos in the hospital. Yes. Oh, yeah. You you said right. the Dorito, I read that Doritos saved your life. Can you yeah. kind of explain that to, to the porch fans? <laughs> yeah. So um it was like towards the end of my chemotherapy treatments and I wasn't doing well, um, probably was going to die if nothing, you know, mm. was going to work out. Um, and it was the Super Bowl. And, you know, I was only like 10 years old. Well, at this point, I was 11 now mm. um, and I never really watched the Super Bowl. And, you know, the nurses were like, oh, you know, you just eat all these snacks and like watch the TV and like these commercials and whatnot, you know. Um, and you know, when you, when you're going through chemotherapy, I mean, I don't know, it might be different now. This was like 20 years ago. Right. Right. Um, but like, I couldn't eat anything, you know, like one bite of anything, I would just throw it all up, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I'd watch the Super Bowl, and I would just like nibble on these chips, like, just like, you know, just like yeah, a little, little small bite. little bite just to get a little something. Yeah. Yeah. So I couldn't eat like the whole thing or I would throw it up. Um, so yeah, I would just like nibble on these chips and I don't know, after that, like my blood work, um, came in and it was getting better. Um, I was supposed to get a bone marrow transplant, but they couldn't find, um, a match for me. Mm. So that would have been bad too. Cause then it's like, okay, chemotherapy's not working. We can't mm. find bone marrow donor for her. And, um, I don't know. I just like to think that, you know, with the little amount of chips that I was eating that day, yeah. and that helped fuel my body to fight the cancer. <laughs> you yeah. know, I don't know. How to make, I can't make claims like that, but you know, oh. I like to think that I was fueling my body, even if it was just you know Doritos chips, um, and it helped. Man, so, I don't yeah. know. that's an amazing story, man! Shout out to Nacho <laughs> Cheese Doritos. If you listen in right now, man, sponsor Dandy. <laughs> you know what I mean? She could be your brand ambassador. I mean, oh, yeah. There, there's not Dorito save my life. There's no better save my life. That's yeah. the commercial right there. Dorito save my life. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a dope story here. So how would you describe your relationship with food? Like me, like I truly, food is my best friend. Like I love food. If I'm in a bad mood, here food makes me better. I feel I'm happier. Mm-hmm. I, I find a reason always to bring food mm-hmm. into whatever I'm doing. How would you describe your relationship with food? Um, I guess pretty healthy. Okay. Healthy. Like I'm not really like a binge eater. Like if I'm super stressed or anything, like, you know, I'm not like stress eating or anything like that. And right. I know on my Instagram, it looks like I'm eating all kinds of crazy stuff every day. Um, but in reality, I live quite the balanced food life. So during Love the it. week, I will meal prep. I'll eat more healthy. And then, you know, on the weekends and sometimes like, you know, week weeknight dinners, I'll go all out. Um, but yeah, I would like to say that my relationship with food is uh, pretty healthy. Yeah. Instagram's a lie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you heard yeah. it here first, y'all. Don't trust Instagram. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think like over the years, you know, like when I first started taking food blogging seriously in like 2016, like I said yes to every opportunity. I was eating everything probably did gain some weight. Um, but now I feel like my relationship with food is a lot more healthy. Like, um, you know, I'll go to restaurants and they give me tons of food and, you know, I do eat everything not on that day, but you know, I always take home leftovers cause I don't like wasting food at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll eat it like throughout the week, you know? Um, so I'm really good at like portion control and all of that, but yeah, I don't know if that was a good answer, but no, great answer. <laughs> That's a real answer. I think, I know. It, you know, yeah. Instagram has this way of telling a story that people want to live through as well. So, you know, they see you eating all these crazy foods and it's like maybe video after video. They'll just go ahead and assume that it's like a day to day thing and that they can mimic the same process. But so I'm glad to know that like you meal prep 
you know, portion control too, just mm-hmm. because it uh it definitely makes sense to, in order to stay balanced. Because I yes. know I, I have a trouble of going day to day. Yeah, that. I would be like five hundred pounds if I like did not control myself. If I literally eat everything, I like I can't be those competitive eaters that just you know Ooh. eat like a twenty pound bowl of pho or something. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. Have you ever done a, a food competition at any point? Um, not like. Not really. I mean, I've done like, you know, little spicy challenges and whatnot, mm, which right. is like, I don't know, I don't really do food competitions. Like I don't eat for, you know, mass or right. like large right. sizes or anything mm-hmm. like that. Because um, I like to enjoy my food. So I'm a pretty slow eater, actually. And maybe a slow drinker, like I'll have one boba drink for the entire day. What? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll have like one cup of coffee. But yeah, I can't eat like just massive amounts of food. I'm like a slow eater. I like to enjoy my food, take my time. Okay, I respect <laughs> that. I'm a fast eater, Bolo. I'm not gonna lie. I, I eat fast, well, but I also enjoy it. Uh, used to eat. Look, look. He used to eat two Chipotle burritos <laughs> in one like, sitting. In one sitting. Wow. Like, that's her. Like that's that's how he used to get down. That was back in the day. So I, I've grown since then. I, I'm down to one burrito now. Okay. When you're younger, I feel like you can just eat more. Like in high school, I feel like I would eat an entire Subway sandwich. Foot long. Tear it up. Yeah. I'm getting yeah, tearing up one of them just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I'm still eating the foot long. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've been craving Subway actually. Like that sounds fired up for real. Time. I right? me, me yeah. either. I would that might be my, my dinner after after this podcast here. So yeah. Explain to me. So what got you into actual food vlogging? So like obviously, you know, you grew up, you know, you you've always loved food, you know, being in a Filipino family. I know that you know you guys have such a great culture when it when it comes to food and things like that. But what led you in 2016 to start vlogging? Um, so it was kind of like a gradual natural thing. So uh Instagram came a got bleh. I can't talk. Instagram came out in 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. And I was actually one of the last of my friends to kind of hop on it. And, you know, this was like way back in the day when Instagram was like blue. Remember, like before yeah. it was rainbow <laughs> and there was like no DMs. Right. Everyone was using the filters and the borders. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. So I would just take pictures of my food and, you know, there was like food bloggers out there, but they weren't like how it is today. Right. Right. Um, but, you know, I wasn't doing it for like, oh, for the free food or whatever. I was just posting about it. Um, and at that time, I had like moved away to San Francisco for college. Um, and that was, you know, a big culture so- shock from SoCal. You know, it's so different and all kinds of new food. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I was just like trying out new restaurants and um, posting about it. And over the years, I started to gain like a following a little bit, you know, I was, but it wasn't like you know, anything crazy. Then in 2016, um, the ice cream brand Halo Top reached out to me. They're like, oh, we want to send you, you know, free ice cream. And I was like, what? This is crazy. Um, So then from there, it just kind of like took off, you know, like uh, restaurants started reaching out to me and inviting me over to try out their food. Um, And it just kind of like snowballed uh, from there. So, and then, you know, I started taking it more seriously. I was like, okay, let me take better pictures because before I just like you know snap the picture whatever post it um with like right. you know whatever shitty caption that didn't really describe the food yeah <laughs> <laughs> like maybe like oh, okay, I had a good burrito today or whatever um right but you know I started thinking about like how my photos looked and what my captions were like and I started researching like hashtags and whatever and um started following more like food bloggers and whatnot and you know then from there, it just kind of like took off and I don't know, it just, and then, now I'm, here. <laughs> and then now I'm here. Um, yeah. That's so amazing. it just kind of came about in a natural way. Like, you know, nowadays, like everyone's like, you know, I want to be a food influencer, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And some people have their own like little niche, you know, like there's bloggers that just only do like gluten-free food or like vegan food or only LA you know what I mean? But right. for me, um, since I've been blogging about everything uh, for like, I don't know, 10 years, over 10 years. Well, um, I don't know. I just 
you know, and like I said, I like to try everything, right? I want to live life. I want to do it all. So yeah. basically, I, I got a clothing brand called Live for Today. You know what Ooh, I mean? Yeah. So I'm right there. Come on now. I'm right oh, there with yeah. you. I'm, I'm, I might I'm have to sing some gear. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Today. Now, now I got a question for you. So when you do the vlogging, right, is there like research involved? Like when like restaurants hit you up, what if like the spot is nasty? Like how would you like combat that issue of like somebody's wanting you to come eat at their spot and like the food is nasty? Like has there ever been a situation where the food is just bad? Um, Not a lot, actually. I mean, there's some places that like the food was like all right, you know, but also like tastes uh, a lot of like personal preference. So even though I might not like it, someone else might. So usually like I will focus on something that I did like, because usually it's they're fire. well, because okay. I'm, you know, like I said, I'm not super picky. Um, but yeah, I never really had anything that was super bad. And like, I probably can't remember any because I usually don't really focus too much on that. Um, but there's been times where I told the restaurant like, oh, you know, I didn't really like your mm. food or maybe it wasn't cooked properly or you know, constructive feedback. And they usually, usually like that because like other people are like, oh, that's so good. But, you know, I also like to help out businesses and let them know like, oh yeah, that was kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, oh, yeah I was always curious how that how that worked because, you know, so many people try so many different types of food and, and, and things like that too. So, you know, I, I know sometimes just being curious, you know, kind of, you know, helps helps along the way as far as vlogging and too, and just showing people things that people usually don't eat, you know, can sometimes be, ah, I'm gonna try this, but it may not be the greatest, but it turns out it sounds like it it typically is. So that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, usually is. And I feel like I have like this weird ability to find really great spots off of Yelp. Mm. Um, so, you know, Yelp is like a weird place, right? Um, and I don't really try to read the reviews too much because, um, you know, they can be like biased or whatever. Like Karen's complaining right. about stuff that was, you know, not <laughs> worth complaining over. Right. But for some reason, I have like this ability to find a business on Yelp. And just by judging like some of the photos, you know, and I can just I don't know. I can't describe it. Like um, recently we were we were going to San Diego and my boyfriend wanted uh, Cabeza Tacos mm. and. Uh, I was like, oh, I don't really know where to get that in San Diego, except for like um, Tacos El Gordo. But, you know, that's a super popular spot. We've been there like a million times and I like to try new things, especially since I'm not home that often. And I feel like I'm eating the same stuff that I ate. Well, since I was growing up there. Right. Um, so I found this spot called De Cabeza. And um, I don't know. I just kind of looked at the menu and I kind of looked at some of the photos and I was like, oh, let's just go here. And it ended up being amazing. Like the chef, the owner was like really cool. And he was like hyping us up on this like um, soup that he had, um, mm. which we ended up going there later in the week. But we initially had the tacos, which were really good. And then we had everything else. And that that has happened like a few times where I just kind of randomly find a spot on Yelp. And I'm like, let's go here. So and what you're saying is if I'm in San Diego or I'm in the Bay Area, wherever I'm at, if I randomly need uh, a suggestion of somewhere to eat, I should reach out to Dandy and she'll be able to put point me in the right direction. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. I'm just like, I think it's a superpower or something. Yes, yes. A food cool. superpower. I love it. I eat the same. Look, I eat the same thing. Like, I get so frustrated. Like, the biggest arguments I get into with my wife is usually like, what we eat tonight? And she's like, I don't know what you think. I'm like, I don't know what you think. And then we go back and forth for about an hour and then we end up, end up eating the same thing over and over again. So it never fails. I'm the same I'm, way. I'm open to suggestions of how I can step outside the box to eat different things. Like I'm tired of just, you know, chicken, burger, pizza. You know, mm -hmm. I want to try some different food. You know what I'm saying? So. Oh, yes. Definitely. I can help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I got you covered. I got you covered. No, nah, I love that. So uh, one thing I, I do want to dive into a little bit is, is the business side of vlogging. And you kind of touched on it a little bit, um, you know, in, in regards to restaurants reaching out to you in order to you know promote their food. How does that work? So do, do they pay you with food or do they actually get fund you sometimes a combination of both? I guess. How does that work? So it's a mix of things. So it could be sometimes it is um, just free food mm -hmm. um, and sometimes they do pay you. Um, and it really kind of depends on the business. And 
um, you know, I do work with a lot of mom and pop shops and smaller businesses. So sometimes, you know, I will do it for free or for food. Yeah. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. I, yeah. I, do a I lot mean, of food. yeah. If McDonald's is in my DM so I'm like, oh, I know you guys are funny. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, now you eat, you, I mean, you said you're not a picky eater. Like you, you mm-hmm. eat a lot, a lot of different food. Like, is there anything that's like completely off limits? Like you will not eat, like you do not like? Um, I don't really like liver. So mm. I like pate, but I think it's because it's mixed with, you know, olive oil or other, you know, spices, herbs or whatever. Yeah. But I just really don't like liver. Like it just the second it like is in my mouth, I just want to throw up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've never had liver, but it doesn't sound I, I, appetizing. I've never had liver either. Yeah, I think it's like the texture and the taste. Is it like um, slimy kind of? Not really slimy. It's just mm. I don't really know how to explain the texture, but it's just like nasty. Like the second it's in my mouth, I was like, I don't like it. But in pate, liver pate, when it's mixed with all the stuff, you know, with some bread, that's good. But just like it kind liver. of distracts you. <laughs> yeah, like you know, you know, make some other stuff on it and mask the taste. But yeah, I don't really like liver that well. <laughs> right now, I got a, I got a question for you uh, as far as being like a food blogger and obviously being in that food capacity do you like take different ideas from chefs and like try to cook it yourself or like are you pretty much more so in tune with like going out and and you know eating different types of meals yeah so I do get inspired from other chefs a lot um you know I don't go out to eat like every day and sometimes I like to just try to make things at home especially now Mm -hmm. that like um the cost of going out to eat has gone up and especially out here (laughs) right in LA I'm just like wow seven dollars for a coffee it's crazy I was like I I remember back in the day for like you know happy hour a cocktail would be like five to seven bucks right now coffee is seven dollars not to mention the gas even get get to the coffee Oh, I know, right? <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, I forgot where I where we left off. <laughs> that oh, happens on the porch a lot. The chefs, <laughs> yeah. So I do get inspired by different chefs, and I, I like to challenge myself um, by cooking at home and trying to see like what um, I can make at home. And sometimes it's similar, you know, like especially during the pandemic, I felt like that. I was able to find my groove in cooking again because, you know, before the pandemic, and I feel like this is a lot of people, but, you know, my life was just so busy. I was hardly home. Right. Um, but during the pandemic, life slowed down a lot and yeah. uh, just started cooking again. Yeah. I bought like all the freaking appliances, an air fryer, a freaking waffle maker, yeah. like <laughs> everything. And so I was cooking like all day and you know, since all the restaurants were closed and I was craving all kinds of food and I was like, you know what, let's try to make it. So now be honest with me, be honest with with the porch fans, Dandy. Can you cook? Are you a good cook? Be honest. (laughs) Yes. I like to say I'm a good cook. Uh, My boyfriend thinks so. That's all that matters. Let, let me ask him. Let me ask him right now. I'm just <laughs> hey, boyfriend, can she cook? <laughs> yeah. That is funny. I love it. I love it. I love it. So uh, let me ask you this. So long term, right? You know, do, do you have any, I guess, bigger plans that, that, that you that you see? Like, you want to take this to maybe like a, a, a show one day, maybe? Like, could you see yourself? having your own TV show or digital actual series or show where, where you're the host, or do you see yourself kind of continuing to, to, to do the vlogging the way you've been doing it? Yeah. So yeah, having my own show would be great. I haven't thought about it like that before. I'm like, Ooh, am I good enough to be like this TV personality? Right. So right now I'm one of those rare people who enjoy their day job. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, right now, um, it's just kind of like a part-time fun thing. You know, if it grows into something so huge, I don't know if like food network is like, we want to give you your own show or like something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Of course I'll drop my day job and be like, yes, like that's a, you know, a rare opportunity. Uh, But like right now I really like my day job and want to see where that takes me. Of course, of course. Love it. Yeah. Hey, if it ain't look, if it ain't broke, you ain't got to fix it. Yeah, yeah of exactly. Course. And I think we should normalize 
enjoying our nine to five because I feel like everyone's just like, oh, got to be an entrepreneur, got to be a CEO, got to do this, you know, like got to do food blogging like full time and all that. Like, I just want to make money from Instagram, blah, 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 blah. But I think we should normalize that. Like, it's okay to have a nine to five. Like, it's okay to not be your own boss, you know? There you go. There it is. Look at daddy. Daddy dropping gems right now, Bolo. (laughs) Come on now. She do more than just food. She giving you she giving you real knowledge. So now nah, that, that's a good point. That's yeah. a really good point. So yeah. Yeah. I'm always so like I work in the media, mostly sports entertainment side. So I'm always thinking about, you know, how can we make this into a TV show? How can we do that? So that, that's always where my where my brain naturally goes. So you never know. We know you never know. Like you see, yeah. you don't know what, what you know, what blessings you might get and, and, and where things will go. So yeah, exactly. I mean, I didn't know that this was gonna be like a whole thing, like this blog. Like I never thought that I would be able to eat at all these cool restaurants for free and work with different brands. And I've been flown out to a few cities and that was like, Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, Oh, that's, this is weird. Me? No. <laughs> they paying for yeah, flights, so- Bolo? That's wild. Yeah. fly with you to try some food. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. <laughs> no, yeah. I love, I love it. I love it. So, well, let's transition here, uh, uh, Bolo. You know, so one thing that, that we do on all, all of our shows is we have our kind of random question of the day. Uh, now, now, we typically, you know, this is something that, that we used to do before we brought our guests on. And I think last episode, me and Bolo were thinking, you know, you know what? Let's let's have our guests dive into this as well. So um, I know, Bolo, you had a great question lined up. Uh, you want to kind of introduce that to her and, uh, and go from there? Yes. So uh, talking about Instagram, right? Uh, let's just put yourself in a scenario of um, like a relationship, like not yours specifically, but let's just think about just like one, just kind of in general, right? So there's this there's this big thing about like men liking women's pictures, right? Is mm-hmm. that is that something that is okay for you? Like, do you look into like your significant other, not yours specifically, but and just kind of generality, uh, would you look into like your significant other's uh, likes as far as pictures? Does that mean something to to you or is that something that you just kind of really don't even think about? Um, I don't really think about it. Uh, I think um, Instagram hid your likes. So I'm not even sure if I could see <laughs> what he's like in his face. But I mean, oh, and also, well, it's on everyone's account, but on mine, I can't really see like counts, you know? Yeah. Um, but sometimes when you see a post, you'll see like, oh, so-and-so also like this. Right. Like one of your friends yeah. that you follow. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't really think about it too much, um, but I guess it depends on like what they're liking, you know, are they like liking like some ass photos or like some Trump posts? Like, <laughs> right. That's what, Hello. That's what I'm saying. Like, is that. How do you feel? How would you feel about that? Because it could just be like a, a just a picture, right? It could just be something as harmless as a picture. But will you feel some type of way, though, if it's like something that you always see? That's that's what I mean. It's something that I always see. So say if like he, he keeps liking these pictures of these girls with these big booties and and just kind of all in like <laughs> bikinis all the time and stuff like that. Is that something that will get a reaction out of you or is that cool because it's just Instagram? Yeah, well, I mean, you would like bother me like a little bit. You know, I feel like all girls have some this have like this level of like body dysmorphia and stuff. Um, so I would feel honestly, you know, I'm not going to front or whatever. I would feel real support. Yeah. yeah, I would feel like a little like, you know, self-conscious, you know, because well, especially with like Instagram and also living in L.A., like there's a lot of, you know, BBLs and yep. whatnot and a lot of plastic, which is, you know, that's fine. Um, but I would feel uncomfortable if you liked a ton of like, you know, BBL bikini posts. Cause it's like, oh, well, I don't really look like that. So, right, right. So, yeah. so now you're you're naturally like comparing yourself to to what they're liking. So yeah, like, I'm just like, well, why is he looking at that for? Right, and oh, right. I guess it depends. Like, is it like a thirst trap? Because you know, what if he has mm-hmm. friends that? What if it's just like a selfie or you know, like an artistic kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, Con- you know, co- context matters. Context matters. Yeah. Just because so, they're in a bikini doesn't like, mean it's necessarily trying to be sexy. It could just be, I'm just at a Yeah, it could be she's like at the beach in like the Philippines or something on vacation, right? 
Right. You know, but if it's like, you know, like it's like a thirst trap photo, you know what I mean? I'll be like, <laughs> what are you looking at that for? I mean, um, you know, on TikTok, right? I'll, you know, there's this one guy that I like his videos and it's because he has a fat ass. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'll follow this guy because. Hold on, hold on. Rewind. <laughs> you said, hold on. Yeah. You said there's a guy on TikTok that you like because he has a fat ass. Did I yeah. hear you correctly? Because I want my butt to look like that. And then, you know, I showed it to my boyfriend. So he doesn't think I'm like weird. And then he was like, oh, my God. And your boyfriend's probably like, I ain't got a fat ass. Why are you looking at that? Why are you looking yeah. at somebody else's like that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I told him, I was like, well, I follow this guy so I can, like, copy his workouts. Wow. <laughs> you know, That's so, I mean, cool. I'm not liking his stuff because it's like a thirst trap. It's like, you know, educational because he's like showing us like all these workouts that he does. Um, and it's like wild. I'm just like, how is his, how is his butt like that? <laughs> it's like a bubble butt. It's crazy. I feel like our generation is so like, it's tough for our generation, right? Like you think about like our parents and obviously like our grandparents and stuff like that. They didn't have social media. So like the only way they could see other people was in real life, going to the yeah. grocery store, going to church. But with us, we have access to the entire world. Yeah. And even if you're in a relationship, I mean, let's be real. We're all human. You, your eyes still work. <laughs> You scroll, you see people, you see stuff that you're like, man, like this, this person is attractive. It doesn't yeah. mean you're trying to, you're going to DM them and shoot your shot or anything like that. But it's like, nah, this person looks good. Like, and you might like the picture. It's been time, my wife, it's been time I've liked pictures. And it's just because, I mean, good looking picture. I'm not trying yeah. to date them or get in a relationship with them or anything. Just like, sometimes you got to just be real. It, like, it, it is what it is. And I'm mm-hmm. sure my, my wife likes other guys' pictures sometimes. It's just, I don't know. I'm just about finding that balance. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And it's also about the kind the context. Like it matters. Like also the context. Like, what are you liking? Yeah. And then I think one thing I'd be one reason why I would feel self-conscious about it is because that me and my boyfriend were Instagram friends for a long time. And so whose pictures was mm-hmm. he liking? Mm-hmm. It was mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, yeah, hold on. Know, hold I was like, on. What are you looking at this photo for? What, you have another Instagram crush? Right. Because yeah. yeah. he, he, he kind of got dandy through liking her pic. Like, that was the introduction. Yeah. That's why the like. Damn, it probably means something. What you think? Yeah, I was like, why are you looking at that? Mm. But yeah, no, he doesn't, though. But I'm just saying, like, if it were to happen, I'm yeah. like, well, how come you look, you're liking her? How come, you know? Right, but. right. That's funny. <laughs> Look, after the podcast, Danny can be like, hey, can I see your phone real quick? Just try to check something out. <laughs> We're not trying to get you in trouble, my guy. We're just having a general conversation. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it all really depends, you know, like the context and stuff. And I know I know some people are probably like more confident with themselves and maybe like their relationship and all. But. But yeah, well, now we, you all know. Human. we all got insecurity, so ain't nothing wrong with that. man. So nah, great answer. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to our it's our final segment of the show. It's our quick hitter. These are just literally random, kind of fun, short questions here. And you kind of, yeah, you just react to them. So Bolo, you can start it off with the first one. And then uh and then I'll jump in from that and we'll just we'll see we'll see we'll see where Danny takes us. Okay. okay. Here we go. First question here. Better tacos. San Diego or LA? Ooh. Because you know, like Los Angeles is a taco town. It is. San Diego's more of like a burrito spot. I hate the burritos in LA. I hate them. All of them. Um. Happy taco. Well, no, maybe I like the burritos at Cilantro Lime. I okay, like I have not tried that yet. It's on my list. Yeah. So yeah. I do like their burritos, but I'm very picky. Like I don't like rice and beans. My shit. I'm like, why do you guys do that here? <laughs> I hate it so much. Um, but yeah, wait, sorry. You, the question is better tacos? Yeah, tacos. yeah, better tacos, San Diego or LA? So probably, uh, I'm assuming, yeah. assuming LA. Yeah, probably LA. Okay. Gotcha. I wasn't expecting that. You know, San Diego's her hometown. I've been I'm to San Diego myself. one time just for like a quick, like fun vacation, like a two-day trip. I can't remember where we had tacos from, but it, they were delicious. Um it was somewhere near gas lamp. It wasn't at gas lamp. It was near that area. Maybe uh, I, Lolita. Lucha maybe, Lisa. maybe so. It had some really good ass like churros as well at the end. Oh, uh, so I don't know, but any of those two. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's like a tough thing. Well, lately my favorite taco spot has been De Cabeza in mm. San Diego. 
Got you. So got I, you. If you were to ask me, like, what's my favorite taco spot in San Diego, that would be the one. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe probably LA because, like, you know, I like the more unique meats, right? Like the head, the ears. I had like palate the other day. Wow. You know, I like the unique stuff, you know, the unique parts of the animal. And you can get that easier in LA than in San Diego. Gotcha. Love it. Gotcha. Love it. All right. Good answer. I love it. Love it. Yeah. So, ne- next question. So, uh, obviously, you're a food blogger. You know, obviously, what good food is and, and what it tastes like. When you're on a date, say, think about your first date. Where would you want that date to take you as far as your first, your first dining experience? Mm. Oh, that's a great question because, um, you know, back when I was single, a lot of guys, for some reason, think I'm super into fine dining, which I think is hilarious because it's not like I have a job that can just pay for fine dining all the time. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And it's not like I, yeah. And it's not like I post a lot of fine dining either. So I don't know where these guys got it in their head. Like, you know, let's go to a fancy place. Like one time, this guy that I started dating a few years ago, um, he lived near me. And I thought like we were just gonna have dinner near where we lived. And then he's like, oh, we're going to Fleming's. And I'm like, Fleming's? Yeah. <laughs> Get like food like down the street or something. Like we had to cross the bridge to go right. to Fleming's in the Bay Area. I was like, okay, I mean, whatever you're paying. So I guess we'll go. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, right. If you're paying, yeah. we good. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. Um, so yeah, but to answer your question, as long as it's good, I mean, mm-hmm. you want to take me to fine dining, it better be a good spot. Because I know some fine dining spots are like, you know, and I, I think my most favorite would probably be like a mom and pop shop that mm-hmm. I probably never even heard of and has amazing food. That would probably be the best spot. That's always the best. That's yeah. Real. But also like, you know, not all, not very super picky about anything, but I think the ideal spot would be like a mom and pop I've never heard of. And like, it's going to change my life. Like not too much. Like I ain't really with the glitz and glamour, but I'm just yeah. with some real good food. Yeah. Just good food. It doesn't have to be like, a fancy spot, you know what I mean? It's not like our anniversary dinner. <laughs> right. that, that, look, I, I'm getting the vibe of Danny. She's real down to earth. She's just yeah. real, just like let's sit back and kick it. Turn, oh, turn oh, on, oh. turn on Law and Order. Let's eat some food. Get some. Yeah, Chinese. I love Law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, let me jump in. I got a very difficult question for you right here. Out of all the food you've ever tried, you ever eaten, what's the sexiest food you've eaten and why? Think about it. Ooh, that that's funny because I have called food sexy. Come on now. (laughs) No, I wasn't tripping. I knew I wasn't tripping. Now it could be like the look of the food. It could be how the food has to be eaten. It can like there's different ways you you could go about it. Well, you know, I was literally just at Spago yesterday. Well, Gang Puck's restaurant in Beverly Hills. Mm. So a lot of that food was sexy um yeah yeah, i I guess the sexiest dish that i had last night were these caviar cannolis and i was in the kitchen and like you know chef had the little little cannoli thing and he was like piping the little thing inside you know the cream or whatever and like was putting the little caviar on the tips and like dipping it in like the the chives i think Ooh. Yeah, and I was just like watching him like plate it all nice on the, you know, the plate, and he, you know, put like this little sauce thing, put more caviar on top, and then I thought he was done, and then Uh-oh. he put some gold flakes on the caviar cannolis, and I was like, he put the gold on there. I'm getting hot. It's getting hot in here, Bolo. I'm hungry. <laughs> Dang, that sounds amazing. Like, I guess I got to add that to my list as well, man. Man, that yeah. sounds amazing. Gold yeah. flakes on the food. Yeah, and it, it was a very good, very delicious bite. That's I love that. That's mm-hmm. baller. That's baller. All right, this is my last one. Last one before we let you go, Dandy. Top three things you can do with food besides eat it. Mm-hmm. Wow, this sounds super dirty. Um, I besides, know, I, I, it? besides eat, I don't know. I, I don't want to feed you anything, so I'm gonna let you go. I got I got my answers in my head, but I want to hear what you're gonna say. Okay, well, um, you can use them as decoration. 
uh, Christmas time. I feel like some people put popcorn on the little mm-hmm. floss or the string and put it around the tree. Um, yeah. And so there's this Filipino superstition where it's like for the new year, you buy 12 round fruits and they all have to be different. Mm. And I'm not actually a big fan of fruits. Uh, so I'm not going to eat it. And then like a third way. If you have what, if you, maybe you only have two. That's what makes this question tough. And the third one would be, oh, wait, you said no eating. Uh, <laughs> well, there's something on your mind. So go ahead and say it. If it has um, to be, hey. You can put it on yourself. There it true. is. Not to eat it, but you can put it on yourself. Very true. There it is. There yeah. it is. There it is. <laughs> you said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a good one. Because I was thinking, you well, decoration, obviously, in the tree. You think about, this is more candy, but candy canes go on the Christmas oh, yeah, tree. You think about Halloween. Pumpkins is technically a Oh, food. yeah. I forget. You can eat okay. pumpkins. So, that yeah. So that's where my head was at. Daddy, somehow, it, it sounded dirty. I said, I, 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 said, I don't know where you're. <laughs> I don't know. I said, I'm going to just be quiet and see what you're thinking about. I, I was thinking a whole other thing, but all right. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I caught you, you slipping, Daddy. candy canes. <laughs> I caught Daddy slipping. Daddy said, you can put it on you. <laughs> she, she didn't add any more detail. She said, you can put it on you. And <laughs> left it at that. I love it. <laughs> I feel it. Yes, yes. Well, Daddy, we appreciate you for hopping on the porch. Before you go here, we want to use this time for you to kind of shout out, um, you know, where people can find you. People want to start following your pages. Um, drop that right here so our fans can become your fans. Yes. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm dandy.eats. And I'm also on TikTok, which is just dandy eats without the period. And I also have my own website, which is dandyeats.com. <laughs> there it is. Well, we there appreciate it. Is. it. Yes. All right. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for stopping through. Follow us on at the porch podcast underscore. We got Dandy Eats. It's my boy D Nail. And always remember the best you is the best you. And we are out. Peace. Started on the porch. That was where it all began. Had to put it work every day. We got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieving everything we need. Now we under. Presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.